Are you a fan of the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast? Consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com. For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull. They can find me out in the backcountry, hucking the sweet air off an 80-footer, baby. Woo-hoo, XP! <laughs> you are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello, good listeners, and welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit Podcast, the show where we have been providing quality reviews on random topics since 2013. Two whole years now. Well, not whole years, but it's been since 2013. Another botched intro. Um, <laughs> and without further ado, I will introduce to you my two co-hosts, my bosom buddies, my friends, my compadres. I'm going to start with uh, friend number one. I rank my friends, and he is number one. And that, of course, means you guys are in suspense now. You want to know who? On the edge is? of my seat. Good. All right, go. It's, it's Michael Hodges. Michael Hodges is the winner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and of course, that leaves number my friend number seven. Uh, and co-host number two, uh, Bo Schwartz. You know I write your paychecks, even uh, I, though they contain zero dollars. <laughs> <laughs> They're all IOUs. <laughs> hello, GBB listeners. Hello, Michael. And hello, Crofton. It's Radio Voice Bo saying, <laughs> everyone within the sound of my voice, greetings. You're, right. ra- you're really working at Radio Voice, and I'm always <laughs> pointing it out. Yeah. Hello, listeners and fellow podcast hosts. People of Earth. <laughs> Why do people on the radio have to talk like that? It drives me insane. I think it's just that I have a fabulous personality, and I don't have a lot of outlets for it to just, you know, to let it out. So the show is fabulous like... Fabulous personality. Yeah. <laughs> you single ladies. Um, I, I think it has to do with the, the idea of you can't see somebody smile like you can see them on TV. So the idea is that you're trying to like translate that smile through the tone of your voice. I think that's what the radio the radio hosts are doing. Oh, they fail at that. They trans they manage to translate usually obnoxiousness very well. But you feel that they're probably guffawing about it in an obnoxious way with a smile on their face. Yeah, maybe. I feel like they're usually trying to make you laugh and mostly failing. I'm thinking like morning radio, you know, it's it's just <laughs> usually not worth listening. Yeah, you're listening to Morning Good Bad or Bullshit Radio with Bo, Michael, and the dumb intern. Uh dumb intern, you're dumb. <laughs> I don't have a sound. And then effect. you have to like have a horn honking or something. I don't have any of those sounds. Have, have you guys, and this is an old Simpsons episode, but that's Simpsons episode where Bart uh, wins uh, a radio comp contest where he can either win money or an elephant and he he, claim, <laughs> he claims the elephant <laughs> and they just totally assumed that he was going to take the money and uh, they're talking to the, the two DJs uh, and saying you need to get this kid an elephant or we're going to replace you with DJ Tron 3000 or whatever <laughs> yeah. And, and then it pans across and you see this giant machine and they start hitting the buttons and it does exactly their entire job. You know? I like how one of the things it said was like, 
those clowns in Congress have sure done it again. And the guy's like, how does it keep up on the news like that? (laughs) (laughs) It's true. All right. That was some delightful banter, boys. Um, Now, without further ado, let's start the random topic generator. All right, Mike, get her going. (sighs) That was actually actually real cool. Random Delightful Boys is the name of my choir that I was a part of in high school. <clears throat> oh. Uh. <laughs> Don't sound too motivated. That's not a good radio voice. No, you know, some. Ch- oh, yeah. <laughs> the topic today is veganism and vegetarianism. <laughs> well, bam! All right. <laughs> would, would vegans and vegetarians reject being lumped into the same category? Well, we're lumping them in because on if you start talking about vegetarian, I mean, why would you? They're people. I feel like it's lumpable. Let's it's just say like, people who refuse to eat. There, there are two kinds of people. There are people that eat food, and there are people that take the categories of non-poisonous foods and separate them into other categories not to eat, and only eat certain sections of food. Well, look, okay, everyone does that to some extent. I can think of uh, Croft and Steers, for example, will not eat anything that came from the sea, pretty much. And, it's just because uh, it tastes like ass. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> so people have different reasons. They've wow. taken – if you're a vegetarian or a vegan, likely you're, it's it's a sort of protest about – it's either related to the treatment of animals and not wanting to see them – you know, uh, ha- treated however they are for slaughter and, c- and consumption, uh, or the environmental impacts that that type of um, uh, farming, industrialized uh, animal farming, has on the world, which is much higher than growing crops. So, I, I bet think you those are like two of the reasons that people dr- are driven into. Uh, and another another reason is probably similar to like there's a lot of foods that I don't eat based on, and I know I know that. It's not 100% based on taste. Sometimes it's based on like mental baggage that I can't unload. You know, like uh, uh, if you went and presented me with, say, raw sushi or whatever, it could be the most delicious thing in the world. And I think my brain would have a real hard time getting around the raw fish type type thing wrapped in seaweed like it, it just would be hard same like with escargot and all that all that not not that there's anything necessarily wrong with them it's just that like for whatever reason i think that they're gross and therefore eating them it, it, when i know what they are makes me it almost activates sort of my gag reflex i guarantee you that there's people that see all meat that way and and uh, it's not necessarily – they're not making necessarily a moral choice or or anything like that. They're just like they literally try to eat meat and then they're like, oh, they're repulsed, you know. And I think that's an, that's just they find – they probably find it gross writ large and I could understand why they would. That's certainly true for, for meat. Less so I think for things like eggs and dairy products. Um, well, eggs are like chicken fetuses. That's what? totally eggs. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, if you think of how many things eggs are in, like if you don't like, say, you're talking about, you know, someone if someone eats meat and it's like, ugh, meat is disgusting, I can't eat meat. But then you might give that same person cake, and they might be like, oh yeah, I love cake, and it's got milk and eggs in it. Uh, you, you know what I mean? It doesn't. It, it, it's unlikely to trigger that same kind of disgust 
uh, of the palate, which you describe for like seafood, um, something like milk. I, I think I'm just sort of differentiating. I think for vegetarianism, you're, you're very right. For someone to go vegan because of the flavors of things like dairy, I, I would be surprised if someone right, had that right, sensitive okay. a palate. They might like do to, it for medical reasons, though, right? Yeah. Vegetarianism. I mean, yeah, there's all yes. kinds of non-isms that are just you can't eat this because of your you know, body, not reacting well to it. But there are people who avoid meats due to health concerns. Certainly. Yeah. Well, a lot, a lot of people would, would argue uh, that meat is not a not essential, non-essential part of the diet can be replaced with other things. And therefore uh, maybe other more healthier options. Maybe they'd make that argument. I, well, I'm not sure. Here's one reason to become a vegetarian, to fit in and be cool in high school, which is something I did. <laughs> you were vegetarian? Yeah, for, oh, I don't know, a pretty short amount of time. Whoa. Maybe three months. And, um, <laughs> and, and my count. mom kind of put a stop to it because she said I was turning yellow uh, because Jonas? my idea of vegetarianism was to eat chocolate bars. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's not me. And yeah, you know, I was kind of just doing it to fit in, and I really missed the meat. And I tried some of those fake hot dogs, and this was in the early days of like fake meats. I don't know what they taste like now, but they were pretty bad back then. Um, so that's a reason you could do it too. But I don't suggest you. I suggest you really think deeply about why you want to do something like that, and then do it. Yeah, I can think of a lot of people. Um, a good friend of mine from high school, Cody. You know. Cody Crofton. He was yep. also our roommate in college. I recall that. <laughs> Cody was a vegetarian for quite a few years, and uh, I think also in high school. And that, but I remember when he ate a hamburger once, and he was just like, "Man, meat's so good!" And then he was all hardcore back on meat. A lot of people go through periods. <laughs> One eighty. Uh, well, well, well. I mean, and hamburger uh, no less. Like, mm. <laughs> well, it's gonna be something you crave. My, my wife was a vegetarian for like I think she said seven years or something. Wow. Yeah, she was fairly committed. I think the reason she actually started eating meat again was because of, uh, is it anemia? Where you're iron, iron deficiency? That's an iron deficiency, I believe. Yeah, and it, and it really red meat is a very easy way to get. You can get iron in other things, of course, like spinach and, but, and many other sources. Cream of wheat, which is disgusting if you've ever had it. <laughs> uh, in any case, I think that's what she got back on. And she does not eat meat much. Uh, oftentimes, you, we won't eat meat for, you know, I don't know, m most of a week. Uh, though, and, and I'm okay, like, I am I could probably live as a vegetarian. I just would prefer not to. I, I enjoy meat uh, quite a bit. Yeah, well, um, I think, like, one of the most resonating things to do with vegetarianism that's that's happened to me was actually at a very young age um my sister's kind of the same as you she doesn't i think she still doesn't like seafood i haven't asked her about it in a while but um when she, from an early age we watched a documentary about overfishing and um you know killing dolphins and and you know just the the, the sheer disgusted disgustingness of the way fishing kind of works you know they they throw, they kill and throw away a lot of the fish that, that, that catch in these huge nets. And she decided from a very, very early age to take a stand against that kind of thing and not 
you know, give them their dollars and not endorse this kind of product. Well, I I think there's a lot of people there's a lot of people like that who watch a documentary or a television show or something. They see uh, there's a lot now about how like um, these giant uh, mega millions farms cram the pigs so tight, and then you know yeah. they pretty much they're crammed so tight together they just form sausages in pens. Um, but uh, I I think that uh, I think that that's that's somewhat of a legit. It's a legit reason to be turned off of something, especially if it gives you mental baggage that you take with you whenever you're having uh, having the food. But I, I do think that it's like if you like something and you're not eating it because you don't like the way it's produced, that m- might not be the most – like there's probably a way you can get around without going full vegetarian. You could probably – find meats that are produced in a more ethically uh, fashion. Same with seafood. But I understand probably she was using that as an excuse because seafood tastes like ass. She, she just like, like I'm, I'm going to use, I'm going to use this sort of ethical thing so that people, that's cool too. That's I would probably do- not why she's doing that. Cause I, I like seafood and I like, but I, I tend to avoid shrimp cause it particularly has some bad fishing uh, I like shrimp, but I just I usually will be like, oh, I shouldn't eat shrimp because of the way it destroys like sea uh, sea the seafloor, and I don't eat cod because I feel like that's an ethical uh, issue around the depletion of cod. But it's probably like that for most types of seafood. I do think you're right, Crofton, in that in that uh, if you want to avoid sort of some of the some of the things around eating meat you can recently near where i live a whole foods open and if you guys don't know what a whole foods is it's a yuppie grocery store yeah that's what i thought it was (laughs) yes it is it's a more boutique style place where they sell specialized goods and services well no it's honestly (laughs) it's it's just a grocery store it has like better design maybe than other groceries you go in and it kind of like looks a little nicer and it has a lot of like a fair amount of organic and i think they make an effort to purchase local or to stock local stuff so that's all fine and good the one thing and of course it's way more expensive than um yeah that's the trick yeah the one thing that i really do like about it and which i will pay the shot for is the way they do their meat so i do have kind of an ethical issue with i like meat and uh i would like to just stop eating it because of the way factory farms uh treat animals i really don't like it and i don't even need to watch those videos i see that in fact i i they disturb me which is what they're supposed to do when you watch these videos these animals being treated horribly but it's more like i already know that to be the case and i already feel kind of bad about it so what whole foods does is they have and I'm in no way endorsing foods, I'm just going to point out. But what they do have is they have like a grading system of meat. So they have like one to five and then like five plus or something. And they all have different things around them. So like if you get if you buy meat that's rated like five plus at their store, it means that like this animal has been – like say it's beef for instance. It's different for each animal. But say it's beef. It's like grass-fed, lived its whole life on one farm. It's out uh, free range uh, and – a bunch of other things. Oh yeah, no. Had horn, lots no of friends. Was well adjusted exactly. in high school. It's uh, just like the Portlandia that Portlandia skit about. Yeah, the, that's exactly what I'm thinking. I'm thinking. But the thing is, like, because I the way I figured is animals are gonna die anyways. I'm gonna die at some point. I'm like, if someone wanted to make my corpse into like dog food or something, I'd probably be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> this is a living will. 
<laughs> well, after I'm dead, I'm like some might be some use come of my 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 beautiful corpse. Uh, so the way I figured is animals are going to die anyways. <laughs> If they could leave a half decent animal life before they die, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm much like I would much rather slaughter a cow myself if I knew like, okay, this cow has like had a pretty good life of roaming around with other cows, whatever, and, and then you know it's got to a certain age, and then and then you kill it. I'm like, I I can live with that, and I always have to point put it to myself like. Could I slaughter that animal myself? And it's always difficult to think about slaughtering an, an animal. And I feel like, okay, you know, if I want to eat meat, I have to be like, yeah, I guess I could, under certain circumstances, slaughter an animal. But I think if you're a vegan or a vegetarian, it's partic- particularly a vegan where for you it's about like subjugation of animals, I, I think I think it really is the ethical thing of you cannot stand the idea that we have – animals that are just bred only for our pleasure whether to be eaten or to be made into products because if you're a vegan you don't wear leather either in or fur and things like that and this this and that like ethical stand is one that like i do think about because there has like hum, humanity in the natural kingdom of earth or by i don't know biosphere what whatever you call this thing <laughs> this, is, this is going off the rails already. no 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 Keep no going. all right in, the in, kingdom of the Lord. If we consider ourselves animals and we're at the top of the food chain, we're the ultimate predator. Um, it sort of implies that there's a certain point where eating animals would be okay if our ability to prey on animals was balanced. And so the idea that you might become vegan or vegeta- you know, go vegetarian due to ethical reasons sort of says... That relationship with the rest of the animal world as predators is out of balance because we can murder them by the millions per day. And um, so it kind of leads me to like think like, so what are scenarios where where you would eat meat because you're not it's not for health reasons. It's for political, you know, social, cultural reasons that you're doing this. What at what point, you know, like. People who hunt for sport it's, it, with guns, it's clearly very easy. Still, is that is that crossing the line? Would it be okay to go with a with a knife and manually hunt down an animal, kill it, need it because that was a fair form as you as a human animal going after a prey? Or is it with your bare hands? Like, at at what point is it okay? Because the fact that we are like we are carnivorous, right? Like that's not something we learn. I that think we're I'll, not at, I'll... like. We're omnivores. Yeah, I know, but like that's what I'm saying is that it's not like we eat meat, but we're not supposed to. Some, but somehow because we've mastered a lot of domains in the in the natural world, um, that that we somehow eat meat purely for luxury. Eating meat is a part of being a human. Um, so, so I I just wonder, you know, because they might say, oh, I don't eat meat, but I might be more correct. I'm always thinking about this that it would be correct to eat meat under these certain circumstances. If I caught that rabbit with my bare hands and, you know, hit it against something and knocked it out and killed it like like normal natural animals should, then it's okay to eat that meat. Like, I wonder about that. Do you guys have some opinions there, on... There are, well, I know someone like that. My friend Janice is a vegetarian, yeah. and she... I think she'll limit her meat consumption to... <laughs> well, it's funny. It sounds like whenever people are vegetarians and say, but I eat this kind of meat... <laughs> So she eats fish, but only fish that she has caught. 
but other than that, I, with I, a fishing rod or with the, her hands? I think with a fishing rod. No, she's not like you know or gets spear. a big industrial uh, ship and goes and combs the ocean. No, no, floor. I know, but a fishing rod <laughs> is kind of like human ingenuity as well. No, no, like, I mean, they're it, crazy technical, you know. Yeah, I, and I don't know that she she would kill a deer or something else. I think maybe she limits it to fish. And uh, yeah, no, I think she uses a rod when she when she does it. But uh, yeah, and I know other people like that too, where it's kind of like if you catch it yourself. I think the idea it, it's of killing an animal is, t- is tough. Like if you you know if it pulls your empathy bone, and presumably there's there's a bone somewhere in your brain that's where your empathy lives. Uh, which, which, whenever an animal, I see an animal die, and I feel like, oh, I'm sad for the animal because I feel like I'm pretty empathetic that way. Anthropomorphizing uh, the animal, maybe. Well, yeah. Oh, well, the thing is, I think it's like I don't want to get into this subtopic. I think it's pretty clear animals experience pain and have some degree of consciousness. We could talk about that some I other agree. time. I agree with that. <clears throat> but in any case, just feel sad for that animal because it's dying, and it's okay. But I'm like, I'm at peace with being. You can feel sad for it, and it might still need to die for food or whatever else. Uh, but if that really, that empathy really just tugs at your heartstrings, you can't get past it, uh, th- then I think that it's probably under, for some people, it's probably under no circumstances. They would say it's not necessary. Um, uh, you, you know, I could, uh, you could, I could grow food. I could collect food. There's no reason for me to ever eat an animal. I think, I, but I do think you're right in that there's some people that have that kind of threshold of like, if I caught it myself kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I don't have a strong opinion. I just think about it a lot, you know, and I, I wonder, I wonder about people's answers. Crofton? Anything to add to that? Uh, well, earlier this month, New Zealand was the first country in the world to pass like an animal welfare bill saying that, that animals like humans are sentient beings, uh, which, is, which is having all sorts of uh, repercussions that they're going to have to deal with in terms of like uh, what is considered and what is not considered. Uh, animal cruelty. It has all sorts of ethical considerations and stuff as well. Reason I bring it up is because when Mike mentioned killing animals, I and he gave the example of Janice fishing, and like I could, I could fish too. I have no problem with catching a, a fish. You know, it would taste horrible, but I could, you know, I could catch it <laughs> without any any sort of uh, moral uh, or ethical concerns but when it comes to killing like wildlife around maybe maybe I couldn't we talked about this in the hunting episode a bit and I said how I had I've never had any desire or drive to kill a living animal I I still stand by that and I feel like it, it it's kind of it, it does seem hypocritical in that I love eating meat and I have no qualms about eating sort of meat that's being processed through the systems that we have in place. But if then told Crofton, the only meat you can have now is what you kill with your bare hands or this machine gun. Um, <laughs> machine I, gun. I, I would, <laughs> I would still, I would still, I, I would probably be like, well, I guess I'm vegetarian now because I don't want to go around killing animals. Uh, but I, I don't mind eating them through the process that we have in place. And maybe that makes me a hypocrite, uh, but I, or really just the idea of, of doing the murder. Maybe I kill a chicken. I could, I could break a chicken's neck probably, but I, d- I don't think I could go around like slaughtering cows and stuff. I think it would be. It's, yeah. it's funny that you bring it up. Cause I think, you know, I think it's not to kind of 
it does make you a hypocrite, I think. Well, whatever, it could. No, no, but you're you're right to kind of admit it because I think the and the people who have who who feel so strongly about it, that they become vegans or vegetarians are 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 very aware of the fact that it's a hidden process, right? That you know you just see this, you go to the store, meat tastes good, it's packaged there, it's like disembodied meat. You don't have to think about the murder. The murder, you know, you frame it like that. It sounds like if every time you went to the grocery store, you had to watch some man in a back room like butcher a live animal while it yeah. hollered. You might be like, "Oh God!" <laughs> oh, You'd God. have a real hard time doing it. And uh, and I think that is worth considering. Like now, I I eat meat, and I uh, and I feel like I've I've had to tell myself like, look, if it came down to it, I'd kill I'd kill the animal because I I refuse to be a, a hypocrite. And as much as I know that would be difficult i feel like i could do it and uh and i think you have to be sort of willing to if you're going to eat meat to some extent like i don't think you so. say like i love meat i would never kill an animal i'd never hurt an animal, a hair on an animal's head i but I give me its corpse please i think in in all civilizations there has been you know a leisure class that has enjoyed not having to you know even witness what it takes to sustain their lifestyle and i think we live in a time where the leisure class is as big or as as populous as it's ever been and um you know i kind of square with the idea of doing this stuff myself and uh you know i'm sort of here comfortable in my white north american privileged chair on the internet all day ordering stuff online not not having to see what you know all the metal the, how the sausage gets made boys. buying tons of pepperettes every day i eat tons of pepperettes and you know i can only assume they just put the animals in a blender and the pepperettes come out. Um, now, I, yeah. I i agree like i'm the leisure class whatever uh i <laughs> I, I i totally and 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 i understand Mike, you tell yourself, like, oh, I have to be willing to do this, otherwise I'm a hypocrite. Whatever, like, I I recognize that I would not do it if I had to go in uh, uh, and, and kill the animal myself or whatever. I probably would start being a vegetarian. And it's the processes that, you know, make it easier. I was raised in such a way that, like, um, in, in the 1940s, 50s, uh, 60s, they, it was really like meat and potatoes was the meal. Like the the men would come back from work, the the, the housewives or whatever would make. You were uh, raised in the 1940s. No, but you're no, descended but my, from pioneers. You but are- my mom, my mom definitely was, and then she coming from New Zealand, which is uh, prepared meals for us growing up that was off that were often of similar, you know, uh, a, a meat made like pork chops, lamb chops, whatever, potatoes, and a ve- you know a vegetable side. So like. From a very young age, this is the norm. This is the norm for me. And you're introduced to meat as a child, like we're introducing our our baby daughter to to meat right now. You're introduced to meat as a child, uh, and so you you acquire the taste for it, the interest in it, and all that sort of thing. Before, meanwhile, we're reading books to. Uh, the same child being like, this is what a chicken looks like. You know, isn't it cute? This is what a, a cow <laughs> looks like. Whatever. Isn't it cute? And meanwhile, we're like, here, this is how you eat a cow. Um, Turning her into a hippie cross. See, I, I slaughtered a pig in front of Ivan the other day because I felt like he <laughs> cried a lot. Like, I can't this tell is, if you're this serious. This is bacon, Ivan. No, yeah. I didn't. I didn't do that. But um, but, but it's it, all I'm all I'm saying is, is that you you learn to like meat uh 
as a kid, well before you're faced with any of these ethical choices. So then that's how you end up with people like me, the leisure class, because we're like, we're like, oh, okay, meat is awesome. And then it's like, well, if you want to keep eating it, now you got to kill it yourself. That's when the decisions come in. But luckily, I don't have to make that decision. So I just keep eating it. Um, uh, privilege. <laughs> Isn't it great? No, that, and you're you're very right about that. We get so used to it, you know. It's hard to, and it's and it's never been part of our um, upbringing. Whereas I think it used to be. I think that you used to, as a child, see you know someone in your family slaughter a goat or slaughter a pig or something occasionally when it was time to do that, and and it was a little bit more normal. You, you realize like, oh well, this is how the world works, um, but. It, to some extent, I think it does a disservice to, to to people like us in the, you know, privileged class who are just like it's served up. We we should be aware that there's that that there's that element to it, and uh, and I do respect I respect back getting back to against you know vegetarians and vegans. I do respect the decision that that they ha- that they have made because it's 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 ha- kind of hard to be a vegetarian or especially a vegan i think getting easier especially being a, i respect vegan. the decision i do respect uh the strength that it takes to make a decision like that. I don't necessarily respect the decision depending on why it was made. Um, and, and definitely uh, switching from vegetarian to, to full to full vegan, like I can admit that that's hard. But I, I do find a lot of like to, to move away wholesale from all animal generated foods like eggs, cheese, milk, all that sort of stuff. Um, I find I don't know I just find like it, it's it's excessive when it's like it could be seen as working with nature and that there are like you mentioned the whole foods example but there are other alternatives to to acquire that food in a sort of in, in a more fair uh, and equitable environment as opposed to just enslaving animals that are doing our bidding it's sort of like working together with nature to a certain extent Well I remember I remember I went to school with this guy who was a vegetarian back this is like a 2000 2001 sort of time frame and i remember asking him like what like well because he was and i was i think less sympathetic to the vegetarians at the time and he was this hardcore vegetarian and i'm like well what would you do if tomorrow like everyone in the world became a a, a vegetarian there's like millions of cows like what what what, what would we do with them like because right now they're they're in line to be like butchered and killed, so now it's like tomorrow everyone's a vegetarian. What do you do with all these cows? And he was like, uh, well, I don't know. And because uh, you got to do something with them, they, they can't live in the wild. Like a lot of these animals are not they they can't really feed them. Well, I guess a cow could kind of live, but we would say screw you, cow. We want that land for sweet soybeans to make fake meat with now. Uh, so so like it's just. It's so ingrained that you have to live essentially against the culture or the counterculture way just just to take that ethical stance. It's the it's the ethicalness of it that I respect. The fact that you are like I don't like seeing animals treated this way. I'm not going to eat them, uh, not participate. I feel like there's I, a lot to be said for that. I do find though that like vegetarians and this isn't vegetarians, but it's one of those things where like and it's not fair to label them with a broad brush but i i do i have met some that are extremely sort of pointed about their views uh um and um paul mccartney when he was a guest star on the simpsons he, he, him and his late wife were uh 
were really big uh, vegetarians. And uh, he only agreed um, – he, he guest starred on the episode where Lisa became a vegetarian. And he only agreed to guest star if Lisa remained a vegetarian for the rest of the series, which as we know <laughs> has gone on way too long. Um, and, and so – but like to make um, – to make sort of demands like that and say like uh you know i i want to it's it's sort of like imposing uh a belief system in the same way as religion is imposed and i don't like that as much i've met some very pushy vegetarians that decry the evils of of of, of meat eating if you will but it's like that for anything. If you, if, True. you, if you perceive something to be an evil thing, you need to, you need to fight for it and other people don't, you know, they, they, they don't perceive the injustice and you could find all kinds of examples of things that you would, you would be on the other side of the fence, uh, certainly. Um, and so e- even if you don't agree with them on the particular injustices of this, um, uh, of the issue of eating meat, I think you, you know, we can always appreciate the fact that they have taken this stance and it's not necessarily an easy one to take because also the, the nuts and bolts of being vegetarian or vegan are that you have to try hard to get your proper balanced nutrition. Like I think for proteins and stuff, Andrew's always telling me you need to eat like, you Soy can't just beans. eat. Well, you eat a lot of beans, but I think you got to eat beans with like something else like uh, corn Peas or something. Or, or rice. Or rice. Peanut butter. Well, no, but there, no, there's – No, you got you to gotta blend them. I remember hearing – I don't remember exactly what it is either, but you to make a whole protein, you have to combine yes. different foods, different you can, sources. You can read this recipe and many more in our new Good, Bad, or Bullshit book, Three Morons Making Vegetarian <laughs> Recipes. <laughs> like, this recipe would start by like, I think you're supposed yeah. to get like beans or something. There should be something to replace the meat. Uh, and then they always just turns into a disgusting gray mush. <laughs> oh, man, I've made that. That before uh, I wonder about with vegetarians and and Bo, you dabbled in it way too briefly and just replaced it with chocolate bars. So that's you're probably not the best person to ask. Maybe Mike would know, but you know fake meat that Bo talked about, like um, the idea of uh, like if you're vegetarian, you know you move to to a whole different way of doing things. Like meat is no longer removed from your, no longer included in your diet. But then you see like a lot of these like. Uh, soy burgers or uh, tofu replaces a lot, but some some are made to be like the texture and consistency is made to be like meat. Is that is that like is if somebody is, is going down that avenue, is is that essentially somebody who really doesn't want to be a vegetarian who's just like trying to fit a square peg in a round hole? You know, like I can't have meat, so I'm going to have like. It's like it's like how I have diet pop, but really it's like I, would, I like, can't have a hamburger, pop. so I'll have a fake hamburger, you know, and yeah, like I'll, like, I'll still indulge my carnal desires for blood and flesh. Um, well, I, I think you guys are kind of mixing things there because if you think whoa. about like, I'm not mixing eat... anything up. I'm asking a question. Oh well, okay. Let, let me give you my take on that <laughs> because because <laughs> if you t- okay, because look, you can eat a whole vegetable, right? So you can eat some beans or some broccoli, whatever. Mm-hmm. You can eat a slab of meat that's just a steak. It's a cut of meat straight from the animal. You fry it up. But if you eat something like a hot dog, like what is that? That is like a bunch of animal parts ground up into a mash uh, with fillers put in and a ton of spices put in and other things put into it and then made into some weird strape that comes nowhere from an animal. Mm-hmm. And then you eat that and you're like, yum, meat. Yeah, my dad it's- likes to call that. A- it came from a can of mashed assholes. 
Well, pretty like, much. But but you're eating the assholes of the animals all blended. Let up. me finish my point, Bo, before going on about your dad's asshole rant. Uh, so then, if you were to take a bunch of vegetables, mash them up, add some spices and some you know non-animal filler, and put it into a shape also like a hot dog. I feel like there's that's not like trying you're not trying to satiate that need for meat. I mean maybe you are because you gave up meat, but it's just like why not? Like a lot of those meat things are just meat that has been put into some form that no longer looks anything like a piece of meat and we like the taste of it. So if you can get vegetables to do to to get into that shape and it also tastes good, well what's wrong with that? Uh, because some of those, some of those like tofu dogs and or soy dog are, are like actually pretty decent. They 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 don't taste bad. They taste good. Uh, well, I'm not saying that they don't taste, you know, good or goodish, but like I was, my friend Gab's a vegetarian. We were at the Subway the other day, and Subway has like a veggie sub, which is just vegetables, but then it has like a veggie patty sub, which is like some sort of vegetable based thing that they put in they put in the sub or whatever and uh in in my mind it's a better deal because it's it's cheaper and you get something you get like some whatever that patty is i don't know but but it just seems kind of like a substitute it feels like it's substituting for deli meats because you can't have deli meats you know it's funny because like what what's a deli meat like like you say it in this way of like it's a slab of something (laughs) have you looked at deli meats like it's like it's this big tube of something like kind of (laughs) pinkish what is it it's it's ham or turkey sort of (laughs) sometimes it's more than just ham well no that's they say it's ham or turkey all i'm saying is that food we we process foods into all kinds of different all kinds of different ways and i i don't think it's trying necessarily to get back at like oh i need to get at meat and this is a way to substitute i think it's more that you can make vegetables and vegetable type products into all kinds of things and i think that's the whereas people used to just think oh vegetables are just vegetables and meat gets into all these other weird forms and shapes then but that the, a lot of those um it seems veggie, like burgers veg, oh, they're, they're actually good sometimes i, I eat this one but, nut the, burger. but real burgers are better it's like it's like vaping Honestly, versus not, smoking they're not necessarily like there's uh, there's sometimes there's there's this nut burger that comes from your hometown wakefield the, Don't try and Rutherford? sway me with references to my hometown. Well, that's just where it happens. It's just where it happens to come from. But it, it's made out of mostly nuts and I think lentils. And when I ate it, I was like, "Wow, this is like actually really good." I, I was I was shocked at how good it was. And then and sometimes I don't want a hamburger. I'll just be like, "Man, I want a nut burger because it's actually very flavorful." And it's some nights I would much rather have that than than a a burger. <laughs> And because it's equally, it's a bit different, but it's equally good. Whereas I think that used to be that a lot of that, you know, meat substitute stuff or other shaped vegetables were disgusting. And, and, and there still are some like that. But now some of them are pretty good. I think that a lot of them legitimately compete in tastiness to a lot of the meat stuff. And good God, if you've ever had no name frozen burgers from the grocery store, you realize that there are lows that meat can achieve you never dreamt possible. In terms of flavor. Oh God, yeah. There's there's bad meat out there. Uh, yeah. Ron Swanson would beg to disagree. Well, he's um, a, he's spam? A, what is spam? I don't know. I think that's the thing with spam. army meat. Is that you don't it's know? Ham. 
<laughs> sort All of. right, but, but see, you're going with the low hanging fruit here. I could get, I could pick like some shitty vegetable that nobody likes, like Brussels sprouts. Yeah, but here's the, I'd look, rather have spam than Brussels sprouts. I do think that I'd rather you, have a Saslov's burger than your nut burger. Um, yeah, like you know, good, very good quality meat. But I pretty much always take a vegetable, like question mark vegetable thing, than the question mark meat thing. I've had some meat that has been really disgusting and but usually if you know that thing is vegetable based it's like well it's gross but whatever it's I, think, a bunch of vegetables. I, I, I think the point that Grofton's making that meat stuff tastes awesome i mean i agree with it but then i also kind of feel like the vector that you're doing this on is protest so you're not saying meat tastes bad i'm going to be vegetarian you're saying you know the mistreatment of ant like yes it tastes good but i'm still not going to eat it because this is what self-sacrifice looks like that's kind of my you know I'm sure a lot of vegans would agree that sure it tastes good, but you won't catch me eating that. Well, and look, we're getting off, we're getting so yeah. ca- trapped yeah. up in meat eating, but there's also a lot of really specific. There, there are facts associated with with being vegetarianism, which are like it is meat eating is well more impactful on the earth. If everyone was vegetarian or vegan, uh, we would have much less impact on the planet. And and now when we're always talking about environmental degradation. Uh, it's a valid point, and and it's you know they always say like like we in the West eat a lot of meat. If everyone ate as much meat as we did in other parts of the world, it just the world can sustain that much uh, uh, meat agriculture to feed all those people. But those people, a lot of people, places in the world, people eat just rice and and other vegetable, very little meat. Well, I've heard about a lot of people like Andrea who want to be vegetarian but then end up like being deficient in something or other and then requiring to eat meat. So like if the whole planet was vegetarian and you used the term omnivore before, uh, which is true in that we we eat everything – but really, and Bo was more on the carnivore side, but meat has been a, a major part of our diet forever. Uh, I'm just I'm just wondering if like would people – if the whole planet skipped meat and tried to eat a balanced ve- uh, vegetarian diet, would like you know 20% of us become super ill and require intensive medical attention? Uh, well, it, it, it's interesting. I think it depends a lot on – in the current society we have, like I think people could be vegetarians and remain very healthy. I think you need to make an effort to it to, to do it, but it's certainly possible. But here's here's an interesting point, sort of in support of what you're saying, Crofton, and uh, and I think the omnivore thing and and about humans being opportunistic and what they'll eat is part of why we're successful. It's kind of like, oh, I'll eat that animal if I can get it. And I can't get an animal. I guess I'll eat these nuts or greens or whatever. But uh, the one thing I want to mention is that I read this thing recently about um, uh, sort of anthropology and and studying genes. So when you dig up bones uh, in various places of the world from, you know, thousands of years ago, you can sequence their DNA now that we've unlocked that and see what genes are present. And I had read this thing about it was about the gene that allows us to uh, metabolize milk beyond infancy, and that was a speci- there was a specific time when that happened, and they can see when when it came into Europe, uh, so from somewhere like in, in the kind of the sort of Eurasian steppes or whatever, it came into Europe through there, and then they can see that very quickly that gene spread all over Europe. So what 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 that says is that 
it was advantageous to be able to drink milk. So advantageous that very quickly everyone in, in Europe had that gene, which means they outbred and were more successful than the people who couldn't, who couldn't process milk in that way. So just that dependency on animals has played vital roles at points in our evolution. So say, would we be where we are if we didn't eat meat or use animal, animal products like milk? And I feel like maybe, maybe we wouldn't be. But we're not in that place anymore. So, so maybe we could still get by on like vegetarian uh, diet today, but I think maybe we wouldn't got quite where we were if we weren't as opportunistic and about killing as we have been. Yeah, killing's a big business, and it's we've we've got it down to like a pretty precise science, I think. So, sort of. Well, Mike, I'll give you five dollars to kill Bo right now. What did I do? It did Mike, occur to Bo, me. Imagine- for the record, I would never kill you myself. Just for just, I want you to know that I'll make it ten, Hodgins. You know that's that sounded like a compliment, but it's insulting, right? But it's a complicit. All all joking aside, imagine that your job was the person in the slaughterhouse that had to kill. You know, like I think they use a bolt gun to kill cows, and that's all you did all day was just kill cows. Man, I wonder if you'd have PTSD. I don't know, I don't know. or question. it would just be it would just become routine. I think it you get used to it, but or you yeah, have to have a very different worldview. Like people look at the world very differently, um, you know, and sometimes it's very stunning uh, just how um, just the amount, the lack of empathy, or the lack of of certain things you'd come to expect from a human being are not present in some human beings. So. Mike, I'll make it fifty dollars if you just end it now. I'm not into violence like that, Crofton. You have to do your own dirty work. Um, All right, it's time to end whoa. that nonsense. Uh, oh, no, it's too late. I rescind yeah. the offer. He's about to deliver his verdict. The, uh, the animals are coming. Order, I say. Order in the court. All right, now it's that time in the Good, Better, Bullshit podcast where we do verdicts. And I'm going to jump in first because, uh, Mike, you've had the podium for quite a bit. And, uh, yeah, I am a... on this one. Sorry. It's fine. You know what? I love listening to you talk, so it's all good. Um, but uh, the... That makes one of us. <laughs> Man, <laughs> Crofton's like getting aggressive. And I'm your number one friend, Crofton. What does it say about your other friends? <laughs> oh, busted. All right. Um, so I just wanted to, you know, this could be a quick verdict. Uh, I definitely can understand why someone would make the decision to be vegan or vegetarian. Like Mike, I've seen a lot of those videos and I get disgusted with myself that I will gladly go out and purchase the products that said practices will, you know, result in. Um, but I find myself, I don't know, I guess an epic level of lazy, and privileged and still sort of engage in these things. Um, so that's not reconciled with me yet. Uh, the one aspect of the living thing argument is, and maybe Mike, you can talk a little bit about it in your verdict, is that like vegetables are living things too, but maybe because they don't have feelings, it's okay. Which I kind of get, but on some logical level, I'm kind of like, well, we're still eating living things. We haven't, eat, we don't eat rocks yet. So um, certainly no one's going to be anti vegetables and anti-meat um but you know i think that it's very commendable that people look at these things and take a stand for it and it's it takes a certain amount of bravery that i don't have so i respect it and um you know i find myself as we talk about this we're 
were out there in the public, I was like, man, I'm kind of ashamed. Maybe there's something more I should be doing to make a stand about this kind of thing. So it's something I'm going to think about. Overall, my verdict on the subject of veganism and vegetarianism is good. All right, I'll go next. Um, it's one of those things where I, I actually don't like that these two things are lumped together. I'm a little more critical of veganism than I am vegetarianism. Um, I think that vegetarianism is the more common thing and I'm going to – I think after debating throughout the latter half of the show with myself about which way I'm going to go with this, uh, I'm just going to go with the fact that uh, I'm, I, I'm more pro-vegetarian – than I am anti-veganism. Uh, the thing with uh, vegetarianism is the um, it is I'm pro meat. I like meat. I like eating it. And when you get into these conversations about something like this, you get you automatically get on a defensive. And I think this is how vegetarians are treated often. Like people are like, I made I made a, a comment about pushy vegetarians, but there's tons of people who are like, why why don't you eat meat? What's wrong with you? Why, what's the deal? I don't personally – I don't drink alcohol and I get that all the time and it drives it drives me nuts. Um, and so I, I agree with what Mike was saying about it being a, a brave thing. And while I don't agree with every individual reason for being a vegetarian, I, I do think that as a whole um, it is no more a bad thing than me eating meat is a bad thing and might be a better thing depending on – on your argument. So there's no way I can really say that it's anything except good. So good is my verdict. I was kind of surprised uh, you went with good on that one, Crofton. I'm, and I'm kind of curious to hear what, what your issues are with the, with uh, vegans. But the time has passed for that. Um, I'm going to agree with you guys and say veganism, vegetarianism is good. Just get it right out of there. I just really, I really appreciate that people will take an ethical stand and willingly uh, do without what the lazier variety of us like ourselves would be like. I like meat. I'm going to keep eating it. Um, I do think it's good for the environment to be vegetarian or a vegan, and there's an aspect of that. And again, I, I really do. In some ways, I wish I had more like moral fortitude and could be like, eh. but I'd rather eventually. You know, I always think. I've mentioned it before on the show. When society breaks down, and if it ever does, and you had to kind of scrape a living together, if I could get like you know, I don't know, some pigs and get them breeding, and had to kill one a couple times a year to eat it, I would do that. So, and I think a lot of other people would too. So that's just where I where I fall on the thing. I think I'm willing to do the animal murder if I have to, but uh, um, in the meantime, we'll just pay a little more for meat that is uh, happier meat. And yet, Bo lives on. Uh, um, man i'm getting i'm sorry number seven um so that was a that was a good one a little little back and forth for three uniform good verdicts we managed to get a little bit of back and forth going there i thought that was was pretty interesting um so we're just going to uh wrap up the show with some housekeeping. If you like this episode and you want to find more episodes, you can visit our website, which is goodbadbull.com. Uh, there you can find all sorts of info about the site, about the, uh, about the show. You can, uh, and we would love it if you subscribe to the show or on iTunes. Um, you can also, uh, find us through the stitcher and, um, 
you can follow us on Twitter. We would love that at Good Bad Bull. Find out when new episodes drop right away. Uh, you can, if you have any thoughts on this or any other topic, you can email us directly. We would love to read your email on air. Um, goodbadbull at gmail.com. Unless, of course, you don't want it read on air. Maybe you just want to insult one of us, Bo. Um, in which case, that's fine too. Uh, and of course you can like us on Facebook. We have a, we have a, a Facebook page, good, bad, bull. So, uh, gentlemen, if our fair listeners want to follow you guys individually, let's start in a chronological order with number one, uh, number one, where can, uh, where can people, uh, find you on the, uh, the internet? That's Mike. Oh yeah. I was, I was waiting for that. <laughs> I don't actually respond to a number. Um, on the internet, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't like Twitter. Watch <laughs> <laughs> <Not> Twitter. <laughs> hey, I use a swear word. There you go. I save it for when I want. I want it. Say. I don't. I don't respond to a number. <laughs> Nor do I respond to your tweets. So don't tweet me. How's uh, <laughs> that for a response? Sounds like your radio voice. Okay, number seven. Uh, that's Bo Schwartz. If people want to follow you on Twitter, are you going to tell them to F themselves as well? No. When they follow me on Twitter, they can join me as I live tweet sneaking into Crofton's house and placing shrimp all up in his sheets and bed so that when he goes <laughs> to sleep, he'll be in for a nasty surprise. Oh, and you can find that all at Bo Schwartz. Hey, you better hope I'm not allergic or you'll be in for a nasty surprise uh, called Attempted Murder. So, uh, are you you allergic? (laughs) I need to know before I do. And uh, you can follow me at Crofton Steers on Twitter. All right, gentlemen. Uh, no, I'm not allergic to any seafood. I just, uh, I just don't like, I just don't like seafood. And honestly, I'm sure a large part of it is just the grossness, you know, that I mentioned earlier. You just just, haven't eaten the right seafood. No, I don't think that's it. I've eaten a lot of it. I know it's true. Sushi is There's so some good. sushi. I know is that if I could disgusting. convince you to eat it, no. if I could get you to eat it without you knowing it's seafood, you'd be like, "Oh, that's good." I I know this. You know to what's be really true. good? It's shark. Shark. See, is tasty. I would not. I have a principled approach of, with regards to shark. I believe in some level of karma. I would, if ever I fall off a boat and there are sharks swimming around me, I don't want to be one of those douchebags wearing a shark necklace with the tooth, being like, "Hey, don't eat me, man." I want to say, look, dude, shark, I've done nothing to you. I don't eat creatures from your kingdom. I don't eat you. If you eat me, you're going to have really bad karma. Same reason I don't eat bears. And then you're going to throw me under the bus because I'll have fallen off the boat, too. And you would be like, it's that guy. He He loves shark. shark. He eats your family. I I hope that Crofton somehow gets trampled by a cow so that this karma thing... <laughs> After he gets trampled, all his legs and arms are broken. He's like, "Well, I guess I had that coming. I've eaten a yeah, lot." I, I, I would, I would have that coming. But see, I would fight a cow. Like I would, t- a cow or a pig, I would take on. But Dude, I would- if a bull wanted to fight you, you no, would win. I, I, would- <laughs> I wouldn't eat bull. I try to avoid it. If I knew it was a bull. I wouldn't eat it. You don't know what it is. You're probably eating bulls all the time. Oh no, they don't do that to bulls. Yes, they do. Eat, kill them, and eat them. Yeah. No, they're for breeding. You, dude, it's not just female cows that I, that you eat. Oh well, whatever. I maybe I'd fight a a bull, but an no, old. No, you. Well, you fight by fight. You mean run and then get killed by. 
bought these these pants. Yeah, they're baggy. Yes, they're around my knees. But do you know how many pockets they have for my Mountain Dew Code Red? There's seven. I got mad respect for your pants. 